Hello and welcome to Thoughts from the Bible. I am Adam Zander and have been serving as a missionary in Romania for over a decade. Join me every week as we look at simple thoughts from the Bible to help us in our daily walk with Christ and our relationships with our fellow man. Hello once again from Romania. Another week has passed. It's amazing how fast time flies. I hope you have had a good week. Last week we looked at the introduction to the book of Ephesians. Today we will look at the first of several messages found from this book. It is a great book with many blessings and important doctrines. I believe it will be a help and blessing to us. Let's begin today in chapter 1 with seven spiritual blessings we have in Christ. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. In these verses, we read that this book was written to saints who are faithful. And then in verses 3 through 14, we find the first topic in this book, the spiritual blessings we have in Christ. Before we look at these blessings, let's first look at how God had a plan from the foundation of the world. Some try to teach from this passage that the elect, the chosen, are predestinated or predetermined by God to salvation. However, the Bible does not teach that. God predestinated that all those who put their faith in Christ would receive these blessings. He also knows the future and who will accept or reject his son. The Bible tells us in many verses that salvation is available for all people, not just a select few that God has chosen. This is a deep study, but for today we will just look at it quickly. Let's first read verses 3 through 6 of Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 3 through 6. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise and the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. Let's read also 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 9 and 10. Who hath saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. God predestinated that those who trust his Son as their Savior will be conformed to the image of his Son. Let's read about that in Romans chapter 8, verses 28 through 30. 
And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. So God knows who will be saved. It says here, for whom he did foreknow. And we are predestinated to be conformed unto the image of his Son. Let's now look at seven spiritual blessings we have in Ephesians chapter 1. These are spiritual blessings a child of God has now. We will receive our physical blessings, such as a new body and a home in heaven, when Christ comes back to take us home. First today, we are holy and without blame before God. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4, the Bible says, According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. In the eyes of God the Father, we are holy and blameless, sinless. This is a great spiritual blessing every child of God receives the moment God saves them. Let's read 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5. Ye also, as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. And then verses 9 and 10. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy." While it is true that we are blameless in the eyes of God, we still need to maintain good works here on earth and be blameless in the eyes of men. This is to be a good testimony before our fellow man. Philippians chapter 2 verses 12 through 16 speak about this. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmurings and disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. And then one more verse, 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 15 and 16. But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. So the first blessing we find in Ephesians chapter 1 is that we are holy and without blame before God. Let's now look at the second blessing we find in Ephesians chapter 1. We are adopted into the family of God. Let's read about that in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 5. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. 
As children of God, we are now part of the family of God. We have been adopted. Before the Lord saved us, we were strangers and without hope. You can read about that in Ephesians chapter 2. Let's read Romans chapter 8, verses 15 through 17 that speak about being adopted. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. So we have been adopted and we can cry, Abba, Father. Galatians chapter 4, verses 1 through 7. The Bible says, Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all, but is under tutors and governors unto the time appointed of the father. Even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because ye are sons, God hath sent forth the Spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father, wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Let's read one more verse about being adopted. Titus chapter 3, verse 7, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. So we have been adopted. We are part of the family of God. What a great spiritual blessing this is. Number three today, we are accepted. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 6. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. We are now accepted and loved by God. We are now called beloved. 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. The Bible speaks about this some more. 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And then Colossians chapter 3, verses 11 and 12 where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. We are holy and beloved in the eyes of God. Romans 1.7, the Bible says to all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The fourth blessing we find in Ephesians chapter 1 is that we are redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7, the Bible says, In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. To redeem means to save, pay back a debt, 
or make atonement or payment. We owe a debt we could not pay. Our sin is a debt and it must be paid for. There are only two options for payment. Number one, eternity in the lake of fire. That's if we pay for it ourselves. Or number two, the blood of Christ. When we put our faith and trust in Christ alone to save us, he redeems us. He pays off our sin debt. What a blessing that we are redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And then 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 18 and 19. For as much as you know that you are not redeemed with corruptible things, as silver and gold, from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Titus chapter 2 verse 14 tells us, Who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity, and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. So we have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. The fifth blessing today is that we are one with Christ. We have our spiritual inheritance now. Let's read that in Ephesians chapter 1 verses 9 through 12. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure which he hath purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, and whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will." that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. This verse states, we have obtained an inheritance. This passage is talking about the spiritual blessings we have in Christ. So this is part of the inheritance we receive now. Later, we will receive the rest of our inheritance, which is reserved in heaven for us. Let's read Colossians chapter 1, verses 10 through 13 that ye might walk worthy of a Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, unto all patience and longsuffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. So we are one with Christ and have obtained our spiritual inheritance now. The next blessing we find is that we are sealed with the Holy Spirit. Let's read Ephesians 1.13. And whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also, after that ye believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. We are sealed and kept by the power of God. One day we will be completely redeemed, soul and body. 
We have eternal security. We are sealed by the Holy Spirit. We cannot lose the salvation God has freely given us. Let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 21 and 22. Now he which establisheth us with you in Christ, and hath anointed us, is God, who hath also sealed us, and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. And then Ephesians 4.30, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. So the sixth blessing is that we are sealed with the Holy Spirit of God. We are kept And this brings us to our seventh and last blessing today. We are given the Holy Spirit as a down payment for our new sinless body. Let's read about that in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13 and 14. And whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance, unto the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of his glory. God has given the Holy Spirit as a down payment to our new body. The Bible uses the word earnest to describe this. Earnest means a sign or promise of what is to come. In Latin, it means a pledge. And in Middle English, it means installment paid to confirm a contract. So it is a down payment. Let's read a few more verses in the Bible that mention this. 2 Corinthians 1.22, Who hath also sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. And then 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 4 and 5, For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened, not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon, that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now he that hath wrought us for the selfsame thing is God, who also hath given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. In the first chapter of this book, we find seven spiritual blessings we have in Christ. What a blessing it is to know we are holy and blameless in the eyes of God, that we are adopted into the family of God, that we have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus, and so much more. Next week, Lord willing, we will look at another message from the book of Ephesians. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope today that you will meditate on all the blessings God has given us.